what does it take to be number one? My people, <laughs> don't worry, I'm not going to sing every episode. August 29, 2001, St. Louis rapper Nelly released the track number one. He asked a very poignant question. What does it take to be number one? You just eloquently heard me echo that. Well, my guest today is number one. She is the valedictorian of Plano Senior High School's class of 2023. And she happens to be one of my favorite students this year. I know that song is old, but it definitely seems super old when you realize that it dropped before my guest was even born. Let me tell you this, I am honored to know the number one academic student in our school of over 2,000 students. She's earned it. She earned that number one title. Over a thousand graduates and you're number uno? Yeah, if you're number one, you're doing big things. What does the life of a valedictorian consist of? I'm gonna let you know. Number one, baking. When Caitlin needs a break, she bakes. When Caitlin gets stressed, she bakes. And then guess what? She feeds her favorite counselors. I dare you to ask me how I know. Y'all know I know, and guess what? My waistline knows as well. But yo, number one out of, what, 1,200? You know she's going to be a world changer. So big things to come. So I'm excited to hop into this. Caitlin, it is your time to talk back to the teacher. Okay. And are you nervous? I'm not nervous. I'm you just like... Be. It's kind of fun. I'm thinking about like what I would even talk about. Yeah. Question one. When you first started high school, was it your goal to be high school valedictorian? No, absolutely not. I never <laughs> expected it. I guess since elementary school, my friend group was always like really crazy smart, a lot of high achieving kids. Yeah. So like they were all, you know, like a lot of Asian parents put their kids in like Chinese school to do math problems and my parents never did that. Like they did a lot of like out of school tutoring or like boot ca- like math problem booth camps. I don't know, <laughs> all that stuff. I was never put into that. My really? parents were more like loose and just like let me do what I want to do so just starting like freshman year I mean I had good grades but I also went to Jasper too like I just never expected it and I also don't think I would say I'm like the best I'm like not a gifted genius I think I'm just good at studying and I just like learning so yeah that was never an expectation like honestly going to Plano my goal was just to be the top six percent of people that was just my goal yeah so I was really surprised so why top six percent? Um, so I could gain automatic admission to UT Austin. UT, yeah. yeah. So UT was on your list. Yes. Talk, so talk about your top five or ten schools you were hoping you get acceptance to. So this is also kind of like similar answer. My my sort of strategy was just apply to all these schools and see which ones get in. I never had a dream school growing up. Uh-huh. Honestly, just never really thought about it. Because the college process is just so, like, crazy and weird. It is. It is nuts. It really is. I don't know how to explain it. I just applied to a lot of schools. I definitely was really liked UT, though. Like, Mm -hmm. I really liked Austin when I, like, had been in Austin. I just liked the program. So I was really happy. Like, I feel like I kind of knew I'd get into UT just because after I knew about my rank, I was like, I feel like I have a solid chance at getting in for the major I want. But as to top schools apply to all the top ones and see but later on however like once I had actually applied to all of the schools I realized I kind of liked the liberal arts private school sort of smallish situation so I did really like Claremont McKenna 
Mm -hmm. um, that was a school that I really liked after, but that was like after I applied, like when I was researching. Yeah. So. So what schools did you visit in your process? Because I think you took some time off and went to UPenn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How was it? That was really nice. Um, the weather <laughs> was really good. It was really hot, so I overpacked um, and I wore too much and I was sweating. Oh no. But um, that was like after I got in. So I visited Stanford, Penn, and Harvard, mm -hmm. but during junior year my parents they wanted to visit like a lot of the ivies on the east coast but i was honestly kind of when i was visiting all these schools like junior year i wasn't like the happiest visiting because i was like why am i even like i remember when i was visiting harvard i was like why am i even like taking a tour for a school i'm not even gonna get into so so you didn't think you'd so make I, it into so like, I, some of the schools you wanted like i just treated them like tourist attractions like i feel like I feel like everyone has a chance, and I just never grew too attached to a school, which I thought was good. Like, I know some people with dream schools that they didn't get into, I feel like they might have taken it a bit too personally. If your grades are good, and if you've been in, involved in high school, you probably, everybody has a chance. You visited Penn, you visited Harvard. So narrow down, what was your, like, top five that you were hoping? Oh, for, hope, like, before I got in? Yeah. We'll get well, to the I part guess, where you got in, but I'm just curious as to, like, so what was I, on, what made your list? I early action Harvard, which I got deferred, which is sad, but I guess Harvard was just, I thought it was, like, the best, I know this sounds silly, but the best fit, like, in terms of vibe, because mm -hmm. um, it seemed like some of the schools were more pre-professional, like, focused, like, Penn, or Yale felt more artsy, and I also just wanted to shoot high, because I was like, it's just early, the early round, so yeah. I chose... I random. I was like Harvard, I guess, whatever. Okay. Um, other schools, I mentioned UT. Mm -hmm. I grew kind of attached to Dartmouth randomly, yeah. which I didn't get into Dartmouth, but I just, in the process of researching, I liked the appeal of being in the middle of nowhere, but that was just like me randomly. I still kept on having dreams that I, I would get into Dartmouth and not any other school I'd apply to, so I feel like the dream, I don't know, there was just some random attachment to Dartmouth, Claremont yeah. McKenna. Yeah, that's about it. I didn't really have a whole, like, ranking system. I was more just, like, whichever schools let me in, I like them. <laughs> yeah. That was my... But academic-wise, obviously, your grades were on point. I think there was never a question, even last year when you were in my alpha, that you were somewhere in the top three-ish, top five-ish of students. But being at number one in a class of over 1,200 students, I think. Yeah. Number one, congratulations. Thank Number you. two, that's amazing. But three, I think the schools on your list, you were willing to go anywhere in the country. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't feel like confined, you didn't have to stay in Texas. Because was, Dartmouth is where in New Jersey? Uh New Hampshire. Or New Hampshire? Yeah, Dartmouth's in New Hampshire. Obviously you have a UT that's in Austin, so we're still talking three hours from or in Plano and then Harvard is where? Boston. You got Harvard and Boston. So you were okay with going anywhere yeah. that you felt like was going to be a good fit? I think for, in terms of location, that was not like a big factor. Into, I didn't even really consider it. Just whatever, like school, whether like Austin or like California or wherever, uh -huh. East Coast. It was just more, again, like I feel like my process it was it was really stressful like applying to all because I applied to seventeen schools and okay. it was just like a horrible like create I don't even remember first semester like people now say like in my English class that I was really quiet and I don't remember English class last semester because I was just on my laptop 
doing college applications or stressing. <laughs> oh, so man. It was like a pretty rough, it was like a rough time. I was just stuck at, Star- I'd go to Starbucks and just like sit there and do that every single day. Um, location was just not a factor. I guess a part of me kind of wanted to go to the East Coast. I'd say most of the schools I applied to were on the East Coast. Uh-huh. I don't know why the Peel. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's different. Technically, we are in the South. Yeah. And the East Coast is a totally different vibe. I've visited, I used to go on college tours with my sister. My sister's three grades higher than me, so two and a half years older. So whenever she went on a college visit, I went too. And so in junior high and beginning of high school, I was seeing all these college campuses. We stepped foot on Georgetown and Hampton, and you were in Virginia. We come all the way down the East Coast, like through the Carolinas and Georgia. We'd see like Morehouse and Spelman. Then we get down to Florida, and I'm like, okay, these schools over on the East Coast, they were cool. It was different. They had yeah. different seasons than what we had, and I just feel like there's always a different culture. I think you found a good fit. Your decision after graduation, you're going where? Harvard. You're going to Harvard. Yeah, which is crazy. To see. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's, it's not crazy. crazy. It's a dream come true. I guess so. Freshman, sophomore, junior year, pretty set my expectations kind of low. Mm-hmm. Um, I again, I think it's because like the elementary school I went, like when I went to Matthews Elementary, like just everyone like around you, like really high achieving kids who all want to shoot high, whose dream schools are all these like big elite institutions. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't want to put that on myself, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. But it's crazy that now it's like I got in. Mm-hmm. And I opened it last on, like, the decision day, like, out of all the Ivies, um, because I had no expectations for it. It's crazy. I'm excited. I'm nervous, but excited. So, Boston. Yeah. um, Big city. There's a lot of history in the city of Boston. Yeah. And I've been there once. Um, Mm -hmm. I went a few years ago to celebrate my nephew's birthday. Mm -hmm. Or, no, I I went to celebrate my nephew's college graduation. Mm -hmm. I didn't go to his graduation. I was like, I don't want to sit through a two- two and a half hour ceremony yeah. I'd rather choose a weekend and we create a lot of memories and we did just that um that weekend it was rainy yeah and it's it was always wet rainy. but it was warm one day but then it rained the next two days great so valedictorian which means you get to be front and center at graduation yeah. uh have you started working on your speech um <laughs> it's due on Monday and I <laughs> is it really well I need to give it to Mr. Jacob to review and like for all the admin to make sure that everything I say is all right. Yeah. Like, I kind of have ideas of what I want to say. I just haven't written it out. Uh-huh. Um, that's something for the weekend. Okay. That's good. you got a plan. Yeah. Okay. I, I like that your focus wasn't always being number one. Yeah, um, no. So what was it? Just performing the best you could in class? Yeah, just um, challenging I think I really pushed myself in high school. I think there's like good and bad. I tend to overcommit on a lot of things, um, really like say yes to a lot of clubs, taking hard classes, just like doing it, putting a lot on my plate. And on like one side, there was like when your friends are all having fun or you see on social media, a lot of people doing things that you never had time for, it's like sad. But on the flip side, I think I just like over high school, I just like would stay at home. Okay, this sounds sad, but like stay at home, do homework, or like social stuff, which is like club stuff, extracurricular stuff. Yeah. But it was worth it, and it's like fun. Like that was, like I enjoyed it. Like I enjoy learning. Except senior year has second semester. I've 
I've discovered senioritis, so not <laughs> oh as much. Oh my god! Okay, um, you can't be number one in the class and say that senioritis is real. Has it hit you? Yeah, it, it has really <laughs> pretty okay. bad. But before that, before senioritis and everything, I really did enjoy like sitting in class and like listening to lectures and mm-hmm. reading the textbook. I don't know. I just found I I think I like learning. I think that's one of the things I realized about myself. I really do like learning. I like learning new things. It's like just like I think I'm a curious person. I and, think you are. And I I'm, think you have a high intellectual acumen. I think you Yeah. Like you said, I think you enjoy learning and then the, there's an art to learning as well. And I think you've you've done really well in like yeah. grasping and mastering that too. Yeah. Um I think that's that's something that will benefit you when you make your way to Boston. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's something that you'll never be bored with it because you enjoy learning. I think you also mentioned like just the kind of sacrifice of not being at like a lot of social gatherings, but enjoying the clubs and seeing things on social media. I think there's a time and a place for a lot of that, but for the goals that you wanted or had set for yourself, I think you really did a good job of making sure that your priorities were aligned. Yeah. That's really cool. And it's not like I was totally like, I feel like I kind of exaggerated about staying in my room all day. Like, oh, no, no like, I mean, you were out. Um, I think somebody told me, um, like that's you went thing. and saw Taylor Swift. Yeah. Like, so you, you know, I mean, so you, yeah. it's not like you just stay in your room. Like you went I and saw like, the, is it the Eras tour? Yes. yes yeah. Yes, so yes. I, I heard that was amazing. Yeah. And they added a, a whole another day here in Dallas. Did you see it at AT&T Stadium? Yeah. Yeah, so you saw it locally. So, I mean, yeah, you don't just stay in the house. You no. get out. Yeah, I feel like I'm exaggerating. Um, <laughs> but it's just like, especially for college application season, that kind of struck, struck me where, where I was like feeling like FOMO, like because all your friends, they're like, oh, do you want to come to Sweet Hut with us and play games? Yeah. I'm like, no, I can't. I have to work on my college apps. Do you want to go do? to this football game? No, I can't. Saying no is hard. It is. But, oh my gosh, it is difficult. But it's something that I think you know, I'm grateful that I, because now I can say yes to hanging out and like, I'm happy and you know, like whatever. Yeah. Now you've got a little bit of freedom, some room to breathe. You know where you're headed. Mm-hmm. My next question is I'm wondering what you are. So what do you plan on studying while you're there? I know you can soak up. I'm sure there's a ton you can soak up in Boston on campus, off campus, but what is your primary focus while you're there? So one of the reasons why I actually chose Harvard was because I don't, I'm not entirely sure what I want to do with my life, and I think I want, so right now I'm saying I want to major in applied math, and you can like focus in government, so that's Mm -hmm. what I want to do, and hopefully I can get a minor in econ, but I say all this without, like I'm open to like a lot of change, I don't know if that's actually what I want to do, Mm -hmm. Um, but just as of right now, that sounds interesting because I want to do something with the social sciences like government, economics, but also have like STEM, like math or like statistics or something because I feel like I want to do kind of both, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure. I'm open to change. Okay. Like I feel like there's so many, because like there's so, like I also want to like, I want to be fluent in Chinese like after college. I want to like take philosophy classes psychology sounds really interesting it is um Uh there's just a lot of other things i feel that i want to explore that's good i think it's great that you just don't have one specific focus to be linear in thinking i think is a crutch yeah Um, i agree i agree with it but then i don't to like know what exactly what you want to do which i think it's good to have a vision and to have a path but also at the same time 
sometimes I feel like if you say you're, you want to be a doctor or you want to be pre-med and you just like restrict yourself to that life I feel like you should there's pros and cons yeah you can wear it out like I started as an engineering major because I'm I feel like I'm, I would have been a very competent engineer um, I had internships I did co-ops and then I realized there's more and that's not what I wanted I did want the understanding of how it works to be an engineer. Then I started tutoring friends with math. And then, you know, people said, oh, you'd be a great math teacher. I was like, yeah, I don't want to teach. My mom was a teacher. I thought I had what I considered bigger hopes. Mm -hmm. And I wanted a bigger salary. And I just didn't know any teachers that made a whole lot of money. Not that money is everything. But I was like, I might want to do something different. Then I realized that not only can I teach, I worked as an engineer. Then I taught. Then I wanted to be a counselor. Then I wanted to write. I can't stay in a box mm -hmm. um, and if I do climb in a box I can never put a top on it because at some point I'm going to want to spring out of that box <laughs> and go do something different so I hope you um, walk into Harvard or land in that airport there in Boston and legitimately arrive with a completely blank slate see what you want to do yeah I just want to I hope that I can find something that I really like my goal is to find something I'm actually very passionate about mm -hmm. and I could love to do for like in school another thing that made school easier is because I really liked going to school I really liked being involved in like the things I were and it was just like fun to me so translating like finding something you love for job which is like I don't know what I what I like but okay. hopefully I'll figure it out that's good do you know any other students or who will be attending Harvard yeah, I actually, it's kind of weird. I happen to know a lot of people at Harvard, which is crazy because it's not that I know a lot of people at like Yale or Dartmouth or any other school. Like Princeton or Yeah, it's just yeah. happened to be that a lot of the, obviously a lot of Plano kids like from last year, like Arbaz and Nadia. And then there's a couple people, and then other people from Plano West and East. I feel like Plano kids seem to excel everywhere even like anyone you talk to who's at UT or like SMU or Harvard, like everyone seems to do well. So like the Plano people I know from Harvard all seem to, or people from Texas like that you know from like clubs or other extracurriculars that I did, they all seem to be doing really well there. Shout out to Plano ISD. We do send a whole lot of really, really good students to really amazing colleges and universities. They do find a lot of success. Like that is a yeah. common trend. Um, of Plano, not even just Plano Senior, but Plano High School. So I think this district does a really good job of preparing students. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Two final questions. What's the first thing you want to do when you step foot on campus? Oh. <laughs> well, like literally, or like literally, it would be um, making sure I unload all my stuff into my dorm room. Okay. I've just been thinking about that recently. You think you're going to have a roommate? Yes. I applied to. I don't know my housing situation yet, but I applied to be, live in a suite because uh -huh. I was like, well, it's like more people you can meet and hopefully be friends with. That was my logic. Yeah. That would be like literally, but like, I guess not literally like the first thing I want to do when I set foot on campus or like the first fun thing. I want to go inside the library, the Widener library and like, because they have like a lot of ancient they books. Have artifacts. And yeah. They have, yeah, very, very um, old dated books that I'd love to just have withstood time. Go inside and just... Like, I don't know, dig around. I don't know how it works. Go to the library. Okay, yeah. you know what? I've got some librarians who probably might listen to this episode who are going to be like, oh, I love that girl. So that's <laughs> yeah. pretty dope. 
Final question. Most influential teacher or staff that you've had here at Plano Senior? So, like, if there's a student that's coming here next year, who do you think they should connect with and why? Or just name out your favorites and then find that one. This is, like, the thing in, like, thanking all the teachers. Oh, there's so (laughs) many. Um, Junior year, really influential. My stats teacher, Miss Day. My Lang teacher, Miss Stuber. Yeah. Not only did I enjoy the classes, but they were just like good people to like. You know, when junior year was like tough, you know. So. Yeah, they happy. but they are quality adults. Yeah. They are Miss Stuber. I'm a big fan of yeah. Miss um, Day. We talk all the time, and so we both have very mathematical brains, and so yeah. we can we can nerd out together for like quick spurts of time. <laughs> and then, honestly, I'm really grateful for all the teachers that play. I feel like the people quality. Not, Everyone's just so supportive and great. Senior year, um, Mr. McGavin, I mean, a lot of people say he's really strict and stuff, but... Well, he, he is. He is really strict, so... But... He's terrifying. I'm scared of him. <laughs> but I really, like, the reason why I want to, like, minor in econ is because of him. And, like, it was just, like, a whole new way of thinking. Like, econ is just... I'm really grateful that I took that first semester. Obviously, you and Miss Medina, like, the counseling here is really, really good. I'm glad. I'm glad we can help you on your journey. And we got to take a picture together at graduation. Yeah, we do. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll make, Miss Medina does not like taking pictures. Oh, we will make her. Yeah. On graduation, there's no, you You must. We'll make her. I feel like it's just, <laughs> there's so, and I mean, Mr. Jacob, Mr. Banner are all, like, amazing friends. I don't know, it's just hard. Like, everyone, of course, like, not everyone, just Plano Senior, I'm really grateful I'm zoned to Plano Senior, but then I had transferred to Jasper because my whole friend group had done that. Uh-huh. And that whole friend group that's supposed to be here, um, they're all at West. It was actually like just randomly, I decided, I was like, I want to come back to Plano. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, are you sure? Like all your friends, but I was like, I feel like it would be a better environment. And it really is like, everyone is just really close, supportive. It's like a huge school, but it doesn't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone, I'm really grateful for Plano. That's good. And honestly, we can leave it at that. Um, I'm glad you have passed through our halls, and we've had two years of you on campus. And yeah, it's um, sad that it's coming to an end. Yeah. I'm ready though. I can't do any more high school. Yeah, <laughs> you're ready for see, and 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 that's the best feeling to have with a week left of school. I look forward to seeing you with cap and gown and yeah. decorated at graduation, oh my and gosh. then. We'll see how that first year at Harvard goes. Yeah, so you have to come back you'll to have Boston. To let us know. No, you have to. Okay. I have to if I get to Boston, Boston, I'll find you. I'll find any other Our former student. And, like, I'll find my nephew. We'll all go to dinner and we can just have this conversation. And No, that would can, be so fun. We'll, we'll find some food native to the Boston area. And yeah. y'all can show me what I'm missing out there. Yeah, for sure. Or, like, of course, I'll be back in Plano. Well, folks, when I tell you that's a wrap, that's a wrap. And what I mean by that is, that is a wrap for high school for my guest, who I would like to thank, Miss Caitlin Ho, number one valedictorian class of 2023 Plano Senior High School, on her way to Harvard. We're really, really proud of you, and we're excited to see what comes. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you like it, download more. Follow it, subscribe to it. If you have any questions, interested in being interviewed, feel free to reach out. Talking back to the teacher podcast at gmail.com. Catch us on Instagram as well. Follow us, like it, subscribe, tell a friend. Until next time, y'all be blessed.